Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio, you saucy minx, you. Hi guys, it's Hansom Tom here. If you're interested in seeing uh, the Movie Maintenance Crew live in person in Melbourne on Sunday the 17th of December, then you should come and do that. Uh, it's 3 o'clock at some velvet morning in Clifton Hill. Tickets are 5 bucks each or free for all Sans Pants Plus members. Just head to the Sans Pants Radio website, which is sanspantsradio.com forward slash live. Click on the event and buy your tickets. It'll be great, I promise. Welcome to another episode of Movie Maintenance, where some franchises just need rebooting. I'm Handsome Tom. I'm Carney. I'm Jackson. And uh, this week, it's Scooby-Doo. <gasps> hey, Scooby! <gasps> Scooby, Scooby-Doo, looking for you. Scooby-Doo-Doo. I assume that's... The, the... Is that how the song goes? Do you not know, Sean? Scooby snack, don't look back. What is that song? That's the, that's the original. That's Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? It's like something, something, gonna find yourself at Scooby's snack. Don't look back. And then he's pulled into the fucking cupboard by the ghouls. Come on, Tom. It's like you haven't even seen Scooby-Doo before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought I had, but apparently... I have a dearth of Scooby-Doo knowledge. Well, that is why we asked you to come here today. Just, it's unparalleled. When that's did, probably not When true, did Scooby begin? 1969. Oh boy! <laughs> was right. the original Scooby Doo? Where are you? This season one. Yep. This is good because I was like, when I was working at Windows, said it. I was like, oh, the sixties. I'm like, no, nah, the sixties is a little bit too far back. So yeah, I went yeah. with the seventies, which is perfect because the show started. Oh, absolutely! Literally, started in as the seventies came through, and then so, whoops, 70s Did it begin as a TV show or a comic book, or what was? No, the... it began as a TV show. The original Scooby Doo pitch never had Scooby Doo in it. It was about <laughs> a um, yeah. It was about a team of traveling musician teens, okay. and it wasn't a comedy. You know how the original Scooby Doo series had like a laugh track and shit yeah none of that and they they played it for some kids and some kids were like that's scary this is not entertaining i'm just afraid and they were like fuck how do we make this good for kids out of fucking dumb fuck dog and they were like what do we call it (laughs) my dog's not gonna talk oh that's thank god scooby-doo shouldn't talk frankly (laughs) he's got nothing good to say well the live action and then we got the the really good live action Mm. films filmed on the gold coast Hence why Movie World has that Scooby-Doo ride. I don't know if you've ever been on that Scooby-Doo ride at Warner Brothers Movie World, TM. (laughs) Um, But the wait for that ride is like 90 minutes long. Really? It's not worth it. And you're inside. (laughs) It's that, you know, that roller coaster they have in the film with the clown faces, the Rowan Atkinson film. So uh, you line up for like 90 minutes and they just play a 15-minute behind-the-scenes clip from that film on a loop. So like... I know everything there is to know about the making of Scooby-Doo the movie. That's great. <laughs> Why wasn't it called Scooby-Doo the Doovie? 
Yeah. Or no. Scooby Movie. Well, yeah, Scooby to the Doovie. That, that just doesn't sound good. Scooby Doovie. <laughs> but like, Scooby Doovie. This, yes. is, this is the James Gunn scripted one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Did he do the second one? I've no idea. The second hmm. one's great. Like, it's not a good movie, but it's so like... Is it better than the first? Ira is packed really heavy with references to the original series. Like the second one's got the monsters dense. they bring to yeah, life. Yeah, the yeah. fake. They finally the guy uses the machine to bring the costumes back to life, and they're all they come back as the monsters. I think there's in one of the original episodes of the first series. There's they go to like a gelato factory and they fight a pink ghost, a brown ghost, and a white ghost who are like the Neapolitan <laughs> ice cream <laughs> ghosts. And I think they come back in the movie and, and Shaggy and Scooby eat them from memory. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's it, yeah. They're like a Sunday ghost or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and they consume him. Wow, that's that's <laughs> interesting. That's the one also where they have the journalist and the reveal is that she's actually an old man, like a crazy old man in a costume. <laughs> and I only remember that because the cameraman who like has helped her pull off these nefarious plots, because it's always about the pulling off yeah, the yeah. mask. They pull off the mask of this journalist and it's a creepy old <laughs> inventor. And the cameraman is just like, oh, man, we cuddled. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> highbrow shit. <laughs> so did you watch this heaps as a kid? I, I watched the movie a lot. It's one of those movies that my brother and I just ended up watching a lot of. I don't know why. Yeah. We used to have like a, a video uh, that was like a whole bunch of old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So it was like Wacky Fuck Races, yeah. the flying one with the pigeon, Stop the Pigeon. Yeah, yeah. It's Dick Darsley again trying to kill <laughs> a pigeon in a biplane because he's... <laughs> He's like a Nazi or something. It's really weird. It's, it's literally, and the theme song was like, stop the pigeon, stop. Anyway, so there was that, and there were some Scooby-Doo episodes on there. Do you remember and, which episodes? Uh, uh, try with, like a, with like an undersea ghost guy. So yeah, it was like yeah. a deep sea diver. Yeah, I remember that one. I, oh, I'm so close to even being able to remember the name. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm counting on you. It'd be like Davy Jones Locker oh, or something. No, it's not even that clever. It'll probably be called something like a creepy kook for a space something i don't know like <laughs> creepy kook space underwater kook <laughs> they Spook. all had names like that or like a, a spooky time for scooby-doo but no oh fuck i can't remember what it's There's another one with like no, a frankenstein's monster type ghoul thing is he it... blue yes and he yeah i a love that one my fa- huh he attacks a policeman yes that's episode, how they find out about the monster my favorite one about it's that the mayor or the police chief or something i can't remember i love that episode because scooby no the monster just isn't a ghost like in every other one the monster disappears like you know at the end they're like ah, oh, this is how he did it and it's never a reasonable explanation because like in one episode a vampire turns into a bat and they never explain how they <laughs> yeah. pull it off go look it was this guy they're all like, along what about like, the bat part? he became a bat that's <laughs> fucked it was like, this guy all along it just was him but in that one the ghost never does anything that a human couldn't do. He's like, leave this place. And then he just turns around and walks away. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, so like, he's like a lumbering... He's just a man. He yeah, just, he's a man. He's like he, a the police should be able to like to shoot him, just arrest or him. arrest him. He has no powers. But yeah, so we watched. That's those were the ones that we watched on high rotation. But I think we watched Stop the Pigeon more because I can remember that theme song. <laughs> yeah, that was the one I remember. There's also the minor, like a prospector, minor forty niner. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Minor forty niner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who appears in the second film? Yeah, he does. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. That's all. It's, yeah, very. How you going over there, Sean? <laughs> oh yeah, no, these references they're all coming just in, and I'm, I'm yeah. No, I'm understanding all of them completely, and yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to wonder like why I never really saw this as a kid. Like, what, Jackson, where did you watch it? Was it on TV or were you my, just getting the, my the first tapes or what? induction is... My aunt had Foxtel, ah. which is like yeah. our, our our cable, basically, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And, we uh, only have one cable. Yeah. <laughs> we have the one and it's Foxtel. <laughs> but, and whenever I'd stay over at, like, my cousin's, 
I would sleep in the lounge room and they were like, well, you can just watch TV if you want. And so late at night or late at night, I would have been like six. So yeah. like seven, seven PM or something. They <laughs> played light outside <laughs> Scooby-Doo. And then all of the Scooby-Doo like ripoff shows. Cause there was this period of time in the, after Scooby-Doo success, where they were like, that's the, easy. That's how you make a TV. You get some teens and a talking animal, the blue dog as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And one of the guys had a camera and that was his deal. That's all I remember about it. <laughs> I, I don't, it was like Scooby-Doo, but. There was a guy with a camera now. Because there was a superhero dog as well. There was like a one that was grey and it had like a green cape and stuff. Yeah. And he crossed over into the Scooby-Doo universe sometimes. <laughs> Dynomutt. Dynomutt. That's and the him. blue falcon. <laughs> well, that if that's... you ever watch the show uh, Harvey, Harvey Birdman, Birdman at yeah. Turner yeah, 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 Dynomutt gets yeah. murdered. <laughs> I think so. But it's all a ploy to hold a surprise birthday party for, a <laughs> for, for Birdman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, put, no, they send him to press. That's right, because Blue Falcon gets a job at the law firm <laughs> and he's better than Harvey. So Harvey imagines, oh, in order to get rid of him, tries to frame him for killing his own dog and then is racked with guilt at murdering this dog and goes to confess to Phil Ken Seven and then it's it's just Birdman's birthday and Blue Falcon's alive and he's like, ah, and Dynamut's alive as well and everyone's kind of like, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like Birdman's about to get the chair. That's <laughs> like the dog. And they're all sitting there and it's like three, two, one. Ah, surprise! Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, how good was Harvey Birdman? It's extremely dark as well. Did you watch Harvey Birdman? I've seen a bit of it, yeah. yeah it's it's possibly... This is, you know, it's still related because it's kind of Barbara. They, 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 he represents um, Shaggy and Scooby yeah, yeah, for yeah. um for possessing marijuana. For possession, marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> marijuana. Um, There's that great they... scene where they're like giggling, and he's like, "Are they are they high?" And Velma's like, "No, they're just like this. <laughs> <laughs> they're just idiots." There's been heaps of crossovers, though, right? Didn't they like crossover with Batman and stuff? Well, they and also Fred Flintstone. So anything cool. that was owned by like the Cartoon Network cartoon franchise because they, they used to do it all the time but yeah, Scooby-Doo and Batman have teamed up mm. on a number of occasions yeah there was season three I think of the original series was like a guest season that's when they teamed up with the Harlem Globetrotters that's when they teamed up with <laughs> wow all of these really like famous like talk show hosts and stuff from the day that I remember I only like Ed rem- Sullivan or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I barely remember any of those episodes, but I know there's one where there's a giant chicken and one of the old timey celebrities is doing like his thing. You know, like it was everyone's like, oh, he's doing whatever his bit was, and Shaggy's yeah. like, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think they eat that chicken. Wow, they eat little, that's that's dark. Because there's no, but there's heaps of things where like recently the creators apparently people are like, oh, are they are they stoners? Mm. And the creators are like, no, we never gave them drugs. We just put references in there, and the studio executive just never realized because <laughs> that would be dumb for us to do that in a kid's show but we got away with it that's kind of like um hr puff and stuff do you remember his, hr puff his name stuff? is literally hr puff and stuff yeah and they use <laughs> lids no they use they live in lidsville and lids was like slang at the time for it's like chalkers with with references magical to like that yeah. you blow into and all of a sudden you transport to a magical world. To how did they get away with living this? Island? It was the 60s. Fucking hell. Like yeah. it was just... Well, look at... No, to be fair, look at some of the fucking... Have you ever seen an episode of Yo Gabba Gabba? <laughs> yeah, that that shit is like an acid <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> and it's, and it's for children. <laughs> one of them is like... One of the monsters on it is just like a spindly like picnic bar with arms yeah. and one eye. like, And there's a pink... A, Yellow robot in a dress, and there's like a cat whose arms come out the front, not yep. the side. And then there's a yellow, a blue thing, and the main, like the the human character that interacts with them all is like a like a hip hop DJ in an orange condom hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gabba Gabba's um, crazy. Children's shows are generally fucked. Is yeah. is the consensus? Is Scooby Doo ongoing? Like, is it still a TV series, or is it just like specials and stuff now? Well, I think mm. there's like just like. TV films, like movies. There are there are TV shows as well. So the most recent one is called Be Cool Scooby Doo, and it's very much inspired by like modern cartoons. You can really tell that they're like, 
eh, let's kind of throw everything out to do like a kind of, I don't know, a, 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 not like Adventure Time, but like fucking Gumball and that kind yeah. of. Yeah. But then the one before that was great. It was called Mystery Inc. And it was like a Scooby-Doo show written by people who love Scooby-Doo, but also want to make fun of Scooby-Doo. So like Fred Jones is this weird sexless idiot. And Daphne's like, let's fucking be boyfriend and girlfriend. He's like, I just care about building traps. And that's it. And she's like, you just don't. You have to choose between me and building traps, Fred Jones. And he's like, uh, traps. There's, he he loves traps. He loves them. There's a whole thing where it's like they do like a flashback to when they were at high school. And literally his interests are traps and martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is it. That's it. Uh, it was so good. It was so good. That, that's the one that's basically canonically, they're like Velma is a lesbian. She has a girlfriend by the yeah. end of that show. They, like, do everything but make it explicit. Her name is Hot Dog Water, which is weird, but it's that, good. Her name's Hot Dog Water? Her name is Hot Dog Water. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's that's, phenomenal. Because she's unwashed, I guess, and they don't stop calling her Hot Dog Water throughout the show. It's odd. <laughs> well, that's that's a very Hanna-Barbera thing to have characters named just dumb. Just like, nonsense. apparently, Fred Jones' nemesis was a guy called Red Herring, and he blamed him for everything when it <laughs> yeah. wasn't him, which was literally a reference to a Red Herring being a false That's hilarious. <laughs> solution. Anyway, well, this this ties in nicely. So, what I wanted to do is uh, reboot Mystery Inc. In a, in a sort of Riverdale oh, vibe. Yes. Um, I've only watched a couple of episodes of Riverdale. Didn't love it. So, this is interesting <laughs> that I'm going to emulate it. I don't watch Riverdale, but my brother Ryder does, and the amount of times he just tells me something that happened, and I'm like... He's like, oh, they formed a militia in the last episode. I'm like, how did Archie and the gang? But it's like... Archie's fought Predator in comic books. It's crazy. Archie versus Predator. Yeah. <laughs> Predator comes to Riverdale and Archie has to defeat it. The only Archie I ever read was Afterlife with Archie, where it was like the oh, zombie was, one. How good it was, was really Afterlife cool. Archie? Yeah. That was great. Well, apparently they're going to do stuff like that. because So what they've announced is that the guys who did Riverdale, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, is going to appear in season two. And then they're eventually going to get a Sabrina spinoff. Oh, okay. Well, that um, comic's like apparently one of the best of the year, the Sabrina one. Af- is it, yeah. What's it called? Like the, the something, something. I can't what it's called, but it's by the dude who yeah. did Afterlife with Archie. So I think, yeah, that's, that's basically what they're doing is they're bringing back those old things and making them grittier and edgier. Cool. So, so basically I've gone, what if we did that with Scooby-Doo and like sort of Stranger Things it yep. up a bit? Because that's also popular. Basically, I'm trying to be popular with the kids. Yep. As I was saying to you guys off air, I, I've, I've plotted out. So it's a TV series. I haven't plotted out every episode, but I've kind of got the rough spine. The first episode I've plotted out completely and sort of the end of it I have as well. I put a lot of thought more into the casting <laughs> and the title and tagline of the show than the idea itself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, like, it's called, it would be called Mystery Inc. So, we're not yep, going to call it yep. Scooby Doo. Great. Uh, because it's lame. Yeah. And it also, is. it implies that the dog is the main character. But in, in this version, be. it's an actual real life dog. Yeah, good. No talking. <laughs> so, it's not garbage CGI or. <laughs> What are you talking about? That was all good CGI. Oh, Samer is in a dress. <laughs> ah. And they body swap. Do they? Oh no, the best thing about the first film of that James Gunman is they just mm. introduce Scrappy Doo. The reveal is it's Scrappy Doo. Who's Scrappy Doo? Here's a flashback. This is Scrappy Doo. <gasps> what a twist. <laughs> I think in, in the, the Mystery Inc. cartoon, they imply that Scrappy Doo is dead. Because <laughs> he's a shit. Is he the little one? Yeah. 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 In the 80s, there was this TV show which for some reason starred only Scooby, Scrappy Doo, Shaggy, and Daphne. Fred and Velma weren't in it. I don't know why. And it lasted for like one season. And then Fred had gone to trap school. And yeah, then Velma yeah. was in like a, one of those creepy Christian re-education camps to make her straight. <laughs> this is the 70s. So. Yeah, look. But they added another character who was a little like racist stereotype of an Indian person. And he was a thief. And then in Mystery Inc., they're in a museum of their past adventures for some reason. And they see a photo of him. 
And Daphne starts crying, and Fred's like, it's so sad that he got sh- like shipped to prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Despite Fred never met this guy. Yeah, he's just like, it's so sad I never met him because he got shipped to a prison. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. This Fuck show, that show is was way good. more fucked up than I have given it credit for <laughs> at all. Mystery Inc. was amazing. Um, yeah, so Mystery Inc. Yeah. is the name of the show. And imagine this is a tagline for the show. So, like, literally the first teaser trailer would just be the name, like, the van. Like this, like a slow zoom in across the panels of the van because it's an iconic van. Yeah, and then the tagline would be like "Mystery Inc. Coming July," and the tagline would be "They would have gotten away with it too." (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Anyway, so yeah, so trying to reboot it, so it's going to be set in the seventies, sort of early seventies, and they're going to be at high school. Because I think they're just out of high yeah. school, but they're kind of weirdly both sort of still teenagers at high school and not. So I'm just going to put them in high school in like their senior year or whatever. And it's the same thing where they're like debunking mysteries. So bit of a bit of a cast. So <laughs> <laughs> Fred, I've cast Justin Prentice, who's in Thirteen Reasons Why and the new season of Preacher. He, if you've seen Thirteen Reasons Why, yeah. he plays Bryce. He's the big jock douchebag. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. rapist. Yeah, um, yeah. But he looks like a Fred. He does. He's kind of chubby and jockey. Uh, he's also in Preacher. He's in Hell with Arseface, oh, if you've seen Season 2 of Preacher, Sean. Have you seen Season 2 of no, Preacher? No, I never will. seen Season 1. Um, his name again? Let me look him up. His name is Justin Prentice. Daphne, while you're doing that, is in Riverdale. Her name is Madeline Pett. She plays Cheryl Blossom, who's oh, a redhead. perfect, Daphne. I was like, bang, done, Spot sign on. me up. I'm glad you're on board with this. <laughs> who's Daphne? Uh, Madeline Pesh, P-E-T-S-O-H. She's in Riverdale. Velma, I've cast Natalia Dyer, who plays Nancy in Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's great. Because I was like, put some glasses on you. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, there we go. And also from Stranger Things is Shaggy, uh, uh, a.k.a. Norval Rogers. Yeah. I've cast Joe Keery, who is Steve Harrington. Oh, okay, cool. Purely because I'm like, put some long hair on this guy. Yeah, he give him a good. little gross goatee. Yeah. Um, and he just has to be, yeah, a bit awkward and funny. And he, I feel like he's got good... Comic chops. Absolutely. I literally had like I, I when I originally wrote down who could be in it. Everyone was just some Stranger Things. I was like, oh, I got to mix this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reveal two more characters. So the mayor of the town they live in as Mayor Dickens, played by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, right. And old man Johnson, because there's always an old man, played by Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Is he cranky? Oh, he's very cranky. Oh, okay. oh, old man Johnson. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, so we'll jump in. So in my head, it's about an eight to ten episode thing, depending on. How much I can get out of this. Uh, so, first episode, it's a cold open. We just hear the opening riff of Donovan's Season of the Witch. If you've ever heard that song. Yeah. And basically we see the, the van parked at the front of a spooky-looking house. And we kind of, there's like mist coming in. It's a stereotypical spooky house. Music's coming from inside the van and we zoom in through the window and there is Shaggy eating just a shitload of burgers and fries <laughs> with his just rocking out some tunes and next to him is his dog. And he's like feeding him chips, but they're not like having conversations and he's just eating lots of food. And as he's kind of relaxing and relaxing, his son's building, all of a sudden a walkie-talkie bursts to life next to him and he just shits himself and like spills food everywhere <laughs> and the dog's like barking. And you hear Fred Jones asking them if they see anything outside. He's like, nah, negatory, there's like nothing going on out here, man. It's all good. Just me and my burgers. It's like, okay, cool, C- you know, keep an eye out. So he goes back to eating burgers and ignoring things and just like a shadow moves past the window of the van yeah. behind him. We cut inside the house and it's Fred walking around with a torch in one hand and a, and a walkie-talkie the other with Daphne and Velma. And, you know, they're trying to look for the ghost of the Lost Ranger, a supposed cowboy haunting this house. And they agree to split up because it's the best way to catch this ghost, Cover guys. Ground. And Daphne's like, that's a really bad idea, Fred. He's like, no, I, I know ideas, all right? I'm good at traps and ideas. <laughs> so they, they split up. And basically, as soon as they start to split up, 
doors start like slamming behind them and the, the house itself actually begins like trying to isolate them one-on-one. They would originally not see it and then one of them would realise that a bookcase has just dropped down to block them from going back the way they've came and they start like trying to contact Shaggy and Scooby back in the van. Music's too loud and Shaggy's just rocking out and it's not paying attention to it. You just see another shadow go past the van again <laughs> while he's dancing. He's like, oh, is it? No, no, they're just going to keep dancing. And Scooby starts to like whine and get really like distressed and Shaggy's like, oh, what, what's going on? Do you need to go outside? And he opens the door and the dog just like bolts. Yeah. <laughs> and Shaggy's like, oh, man, I don't want to go out. It's foggy and there's a haunted house. And, and meanwhile, like, the radio, like he finally hears the walkie-talkie and these guys are like, Shaggy, you need help us, you need to help us. And he's like... Oh, man, oh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he gets his torch and he, he walks out looking for him. And meanwhile, inside the house, the gang are now being like terrorized by like a poltergeist, it seems. There's stuff flying at them. They still can't get back together and it's just getting worse and worse. One of the walkie-talkies gets destroyed and they're trying to find their way back to one another, but it's escalating, it's terrifying. Meanwhile, Shaggy's at the front of the house and he's found Scooby cowering at the porch, like terrified. And he's like, it's all right, Scoob. Like, we'll just we'll go back to the van. Everything's fine. Okay, the guys will be fine. It's just, you know, what does Fred always say? It's never a ghost. It's never a ghost. It's never a ghost. <laughs> As he's saying this, the cowboy ghost just, like, lurches up behind him. And it's this, like, old Civil War-type soldier ghost rotting away, standing behind him. Scooby just goes, like, still and shaggy. He's like, standing right behind me, isn't it, Scoob? <laughs> <laughs> and he turns around. And there's the ghost. And the chase scene ensues where they bolt into the house run over from the ghost. And in doing so, they just like start knocking all the doors around and all this kind of stuff. And it's there that Velma realizes that one of the bookshelves that they've knocked, like ran past again, has righted itself and then dropped back down. And she realizes it's on like a like a pulley that's a tripwire. And then they realize the doors are also mechanical and they discover that the whole thing is a fake. And eventually they catch the ghost, they unmask him. And as they pull off the mask and like the cops arrive, it's like some old dude being like, ah, oh, I would have got away with it too. <laughs> and we freeze on the photograph. And we basically get the titles and now we go through like a montage of the group at school in their day-to-day lives intercut with more unmaskings of, of monsters as their fame kind of grows. And we learn from this, and I, I don't really know how this would work. Again, input is welcome. That They do travel in different circles and it's only when they're hired to work together as Mr. Inc. do they actually spend any time together. They're not okay. friends outside of Mr. Inc. Are you going to like explain that? With flashbacks or anything? Have they had like a falling out or were they just never friends? I, I think it's a case of that Whenever they need to solve a mystery, they work together because they do. And maybe you can you can explain it in like episode four. There's a like a flashback of maybe they used to be friends in like elementary school yeah, or middle yeah. school, and then they've drifted apart. And so they still work together as Mystery Inc., but they they're going in different directions. Well, they are startlingly different people. Like yes, like Fred and Daphne maybe run in the, but like Velma is a big old nerd and Shaggy's and a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Shaggy's a wasteoid. So like. <laughs> It just yeah, kind of makes sense that they wouldn't know each other socially. Is yeah. it easier to do that if they've finished school? Well, I was going to do that, but I was basically going to have it is that that maybe they were friends early on, but now they've drifted apart because Fred's on the football team and it's all about him being good at football so he can get a scholarship to go to college. Daphne's like some kind of valedictorian girl, class president kind of thing, and so yeah. she's focusing on that. Velma's in the science and math club and Shaggy's just in a really terrible band, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. And you know, plays like Dungeons and Dragons a lot. So maybe maybe Shaggy is still doing the things that they used to do and they've all like grown up a bit. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're seniors now and it's about the future. And so they have drifted apart. So again, whether you show that in, in flashback episodes or it's just obvious like they, they drive the van together to school and they all just walk in different yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. You probably don't need flashbacks. You just do it. <clears> like yeah, that. you just can do it yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Anyway, so we, we do get this kind of 
this idea that they're in different directions. And maybe Shaggy's the one who's like, we'll go up to Fred and be like, hey, Fred. And Fred's like, oh, hey, man. And then like someone's looking at him and he just like punches Shaggy in the chest. <laughs> it's like, I'm really sorry I had to do that. <laughs> like that, that kind of thing. So they're, they're not friends. And then what you do is you then see each of them in their like home lives as well. And then you'd, you'd pepper it with more and more unmasking. So it'd be like school day and then someone like, you know, they're working in their respective things and like Thelma walks up to Daphne and like hands her a note and then they meet in like the girl's toilets and she's like, so apparently there's a ghost down by the pier. All right, we'll meet there after this. So it's like clandestine stuff. They uncover the ghost, pull it off and Bob, Odekirk, uh, who's the mayor, would kind of just be like, basically he'd just be the same character he is in Fargo season one where he just would be like... <laughs> Oh, what are you kids doing? <laughs> oh, guys, jeez. And so, like, you know, gives him the key to the city and he's like, oh, man, again? <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and what you'd learn from their family lives is that basically Daphne does have a crush on Fred, but she's also, it's not reciprocated because Fred's just kind of a dick. And that's the other thing, too, she's learning is that Fred's kind of a dickhead. Like, he's kind of a jerk. Like, yes, he puts football first, but it means he has to play up to the, those jerk yeah, jocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just behaves like that. Like, he yeah. treats them all really terribly. And she's like, and that's not the Fred that I always had a crush on. So maybe she's moving on from that. Maybe we address the fact that Velma is possibly gay, which she is. Um, but, but that whole thing is that maybe she has a relationship with someone at school, but she's got to keep it secret. Yeah, yeah. this is the 70s America. Yep. And just for something different, Shaggy's real name is Norval Rogers, which implies that he has, in my head, rich, strict military parents. So his dad was like a naval officer and he has to call him sir or commander mm. or something like that and salute and they treat him like a cadet and they kind of emotionally abuse him. Mm. So again, this is a gritty reboot yeah, for yeah. a very yeah, hilarious yeah. show. Yeah. So yeah, so you're learning all these things throughout the series as well, but particularly in that first episode, you would get a, a view of that. And then maybe at the school... We want to thank, you know, Mr. Inc. And they have to get up in front of the school and they're all like, oh, we don't do this anymore kind of thing. So you see that the tensions are, are there. Um, and the only friend that Shag has got is a dog. So that's cool. <laughs> the dog doesn't get to go to school either because that's fucking That's dumb. just nobody's yeah. letting that dog there. Um, anyway, so as it goes on, they keep debunking mysteries. And then after they do one, Fred can be like, all right, you know, that was really good, guys. But I think it's time we, we start focusing on, you know, the next part. We can't be Mr. Inc. forever. Yeah. Shag is like, why not? Like because you know I want to play college football. I want to get out of this town. And what we'd probably learn in, in in a later episode is that the reason Fred's so like I need to play football is that his entire family are just like deadbeat fuckheads. Oh yeah. So like his dad's a like a, an alcoholic Nam veteran. Nam would have happened by now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, well, depends when. Depends when. Maybe Korea was the fifties one Korea. Yes. Yeah. I want to say yes. One. I want to say the mash <laughs> one. Right, the He's mash. lived mash. He's lived mash. <laughs> Uh, he's Radar from MASH. Fred's dad is Radar. Radar Jones. But so his, his family, he wants to get out of town. The only way for him to do that is he's not smart enough to get good grades. There's no such thing as traps at like to get you to college. <laughs> it needs to be through football. So he has to be good enough football so that he can get a scholarship so he can get out of the town. Daphne's a similar thing, but hers are her own standards. She wants to be like the first female member of Congress because this is the 70s and yeah, I'm assuming yeah, yeah. there were no women in Congress. So that kind of thing. So they've all got their own little arcs. Anyway, at the end of the episode, it would be kind of like, right, they all, all agree that they're going to move on and that's it, they're done. There hasn't been any mysteries for a while and there's no more mystery ink. And um, the episode would end with like a bunch of teenagers like making out by down by like the creek or the river and then they would be attacked and chased by some kind of swamp monster like a creature from the Black Lagoon or a giant <laughs> frog or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. There's- yeah, mystery solving days aren't over yet, mystery ink. So before you'd reveal the um, swamp monster, maybe like in the middle of the episode, we would meet... Two government agents, right? <laughs> okay. Just just in, investigating like a, a supermarket 
guy who's like, I got robbed by an alien. So think like Men in Black style yeah, agents, yeah. played by Adam Scott and Donald Glover. <laughs> okay. um, so one of them's called, uh, this is really lame, but I've decided it's a good enough reference. So one of them's Special Agent Hannah and one of them's Special Agent Barbara. <laughs> Hannah Barbera, yeah, you know, close yeah, enough. Anyway, so you meet them and they're kind of bantering thing and they work for a, a government organization and it's basically, but most of the time they're like, you know, bantering about like milkshakes. It's like they come out of like a diner and it's like blown up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Adam Scott's like drinking a vanilla milkshake and Don Glover's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't have a, van- that's just milk. No, no, it's vanilla. It's just milk. You just, you should have just got a carton of milk. It's got vanilla in it. Vanilla doesn't even have a taste. That's why it's called, they compare things to vanilla. Like that's so <laughs> vanilla means it's really boring. And so that kind of yeah, sure. great banter. Anyway, next couple of episodes we'd get, the gang would be forced to start potentially investigating because the, the rumors are going around the school. These kids were attacked by a swamp monster. Shaggy hears about it. He's like, we should investigate this. And Velma's like, yeah, no, you're right. But Fred's like, no, I can't miss any more games. I can't miss any more training. The coach is already writing me for missing games to hunt monsters. I need to, you know, do this. And Daphne's like, I'm applying for a whole bunch of different colleges. I do not have time right now to be doing this. So it kind of there's like a bit of a fight amongst the group and it, it falls to Velma and Shaggy and Scooby who are forced to investigate solo. So they do some research and, and collect enough evidence to try to get the team on the case. So they'd be like interviewing the kids who ran away from the monster, but they just don't get anything concrete. And most of the kids just make fun of them because, oh, you're the dickheads from Mr. Inc. Because <laughs> I imagine that that wouldn't be a cool thing. No. Like being a member of Mr. Inc. wouldn't be cool. Maybe there's like a thing where it's like they don't want to talk to Velma because they're like, oh, she's a dyke. We're not talking no. to her. They're also Australian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but again, they're, they're still investigating. And then you get maybe a run-in where Shaggy run, like runs into his dad and his dad's like, what are you doing? Dress like that. And he's like, sorry, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be home. At-. And Velma's like, what was all that about? He's like, nothing. Don't, don't like, don't. You just see that some of the teenage insecurities and lives that they have um, start to interfere with their, their work. Finally, the last interview they have is they're like, there's got to be someone who would know about this swamp monster. And Shaggy's like, well, there's old man Johnson. <laughs> who, did I say old man Johnson last time? Yeah. Cool, because I originally called him old man Rogers and then realized that that's <laughs> Shaggy's surname and needed to change it because otherwise they're related. <laughs> I just heard old man. Old yeah, man Old Jenkins. man Murray. Sometimes he Old was. man Jenkins. Let's call him old man Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, all right. He's played by Richard Jenkins now. <laughs> still nah, cranky though, right? Still cranky. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah um, so they go, to, they go to old man Jenkins' place who lives near the swamp and has always talked rumors of like there are things, there's a government facility and there are, there are creatures in the swamp and it's evil and dangerous and stay away. So they interview him and it's just, just a lot of crazy old man bullshit and it's like, oh, there goes old man yeah. Jenkins again. <laughs> anyway... They decide, look, we'll stake out the area, see if anyone turns up tonight. And while they're staking out, Shang and Scooby are like, man, we're really hungry. I was like, we'll go to the diner, get something to eat and bring it back. I'm hungry too. I'll, I'll stay here. And of course, as it always happens in the show, Shaggy and Scooby walk away from the group <laughs> and they run into the swamp monster. Velma isn't like, didn't see this. And he's like, there's, there's nothing out there. Like basically they'd be walking along the creek and they just see him like loom out of the water and come after them. And they're like, oh my God, run away. This is terrifying. And Velma's like, why do you have that dog? Like, is it a big guard dog? It's like, no, nope, but he's a bigger scaredy cat than I am and I'm a massive scaredy cat. <laughs> so, but Velma's not so sure because she hasn't seen it. So they're like, we should tell the others and then continue our investigation. We can't dive into this, you know. And then what you do is you'd have a beat at the end of, so maybe this is like the end of episode two or episode three. The beat would then be that a local cop is now attacked and dragged into the water by the monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you start getting more people having interactions with this thing. 
it's, it's getting bigger and bigger and they can't sort of ignore is it. Is it the kind of thing where like the, the, <clears throat> the previous monsters that they unmasked, like like the crimes, so to speak, were just like, like, is this the first time a monster's murdered someone? Well, yeah, the, the first time people have actually gone missing. <laughs> yeah, like this is like an escalation of yes. the... Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I think yeah. in, in, so the original, like the haunted house thing, it'll be like, you know, oh, he didn't want the real estate agents to sell his old house. Yeah, yeah so it was all in the past, all like fake stuff, basically. Yeah, all, all fake stuff and all yeah. easily explained, like, you know, someone was haunting the school so they could seal tests to get ahead or something. Sure. Something lame yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in Shaggy's head, is he thinking this is another one of those occasions where it's just fake? Well, no, I think Shaggy always goes into them thinking they're real. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and everyone else is like, no, they're always, they're always fake. Shaggy's like, no, I saw it. It was, and that's because Shaggy does always think it's real. Yeah, yeah. Shaggy's a believer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, they, he would think it's real. Velma's more like, we need more evidence, but something is going on. People are going missing. And they want to try to talk to Fred about it, but he won't. And he's like, no, get out of here. And like at training, people are like, oh, hey, hanging out with your loser friends, lesbian and the. Wasteoid. Wasteoid <laughs> and his dumb dog. So despite the fact that there's now more stuff going on, they still can't get the team to work together. But the cop's disappearance actually starts an investigation in the town. Like it's a it's a high profile thing. The sheriff, probably the deputy from Banshee plays the sheriff. What's his name? Not Hood, the other bloke. Fuck. Who wants the job? The bald guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Brock. Brock. Fuck, he's good. He's the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> um watch Banshee, Jack. Alright, I'll get on it. And he's like, Well, there's one of my men is missing and and those two kids who went missing as well. This is uh, getting out of control. Yeah, uh, he talks like this for some reason. Um, <laughs> he's never talked like that in the show. <laughs> and the mayor's like, "We need to get on this." And so you get the mystery ink guys being like, "We need to. We'll intervene and we'll help." But while that's going on, Agent Hannah and Barbara are at a fake crop circle case. Like they're investigating a bunch of crop circles that they've decided to fake. One of them's reading the newspaper. He's like, "Hey, look at this. Guy goes missing in a small town." Fish monster involved. You love fish people. I don't love fish people, okay? That was like two times where fish people have been involved. Adam Scott would be the one defending the fish people. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And me on the farm was like, wait, you can't go. What about my cop circles? And like Donald Glover's like, Dennis, we know you did it yourself. We could see the combine harvester over there. (laughs) And you also have a map that says crop circle designs in the driver's seat. (laughs) Dennis is like, oh, man. Oh, damn it. You know, maybe this will be something real. We'll finally get something that will actually prove our organization's worth. So they decide they're going to drive to this town, which I haven't named. Does Scooby Doo's town have a name or do they just chuck uh, it over? Coolsville. Is it actually? <laughs> it is. It is <laughs> called Coolsville. Coolsville, USA. Coolsville. So, I mean, you could use Coolsville or come up with a better name. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. That's Coolsville. the name of your show. Coolsville. Coolsville's Coolsville. the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. Not no, Mr. Ink. Mr. Ink's better. You sure? <laughs> Coolsville's so good. Better. The first episode's called Welcome to Coolsville. Welcome yeah. to Coolsville. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm Coolsville. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so... You kind of get these. The official agents investigating because it's said in a newspaper. The town's got the police investigating it, and Mister Inc. kind of doing their own thing. But they're still not quite working as a team. But before we get into that, we're just going to have a quick break. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but I just want to tell you guys very quickly about our sponsor, DollarShaveClub.com. If shaving is a pain in the neck because you keep cutting it with inferior razors, well, do I have the solution for you that'll make your life so much easier and neck cut free. As a bearded man, although a neatly trimmed and stylish bearded man, I know the importance of a quality shave. But quality can be expensive. Since joining DollarShaveClub.com, I don't need to choose between price and quality to get an amazing shave anymore. DollarShaveClub.com is a no-brainer for an incredible shave delivered right to your door. That's right. 
They deliver straight to your home for less than what I used to pay. No more going to the store dealing with the hassle of that since joining the club. So what are you waiting for? Just go to dollarshaveclub.com and pick up a razor that works for you from their lineup of amazing blades. That's all there is to it. I get a first-class shave with my executive razor because I deserve it. And when I use it with their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, the blade just gently glides for the smoothest shave imaginable. So, now's your chance to get why over 3 million members like me love Dollar Shave Club. Right now, you can get your first month of the club for as little as $5. After that, it's just a few bucks a month. Dollar Shave Club is so confident in the quality and value of all their products, there's no long-term commitment or any hidden fees. There's no reason not to join. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash moviemate. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash moviemate. That's M-O-V-I-E-M-A-I-N-T. Now, back to the show. So uh, Fred and Daphne agreed to come back and help you because you probably need like something bigger to happen. Like one of the one of Fred's like football teammates goes missing or yeah. is killed or something. Well, there you go. That that could be the unless I've already done that. No, no. no. So yeah. So that's what I think is that maybe that's what drives it. Is one of the football. Maybe the coach gets kidnapped. The coach. Mm. Yeah. And Fred's like, all right, I've, I can get out of football practice because the coach being kidnapped. So let's work together. You can yeah. even have that kind of thing where all of those. You know, jocks on the football team are like, do something. Yeah, you, yeah, maybe Actually, that's it. They go to yeah, him, yeah, like, really you cool. need to do something, and he walks in. And he's, he's like, like, but that's they're like, we don't. That's all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You that's can cool. do it, so yeah. do it. Yeah. So what's Daphne's like reason though? I guess Daphne's reason would be that maybe, maybe it's like, oh, here you go. Hmm. So she gets her college applications get knocked back, and okay. it's like, you didn't write us an essay. She's like, if I solved this mystery, I could write about an actual mystery this time yeah, instead yeah. of just a dickhead in a costume. She's like, this is a big. National case. There's more media arriving in town. It's getting a high profile, and the mayor's like, you know, freaking out. So maybe that's her angle. Yeah. I haven't really thought of her angle. I just assume she'd want to come. That back could to work. The like for those college applications, you have to write like an essay about yourself, something extraordinary mm. or something. Maybe that gets knocked back because she's been hiding. She doesn't want to like be like, oh, I was in Mystery Inc. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now she thinks, oh. I'll solve this. I'll do that. I'll get into college. Yeah, she could like mention it offhand, like around Shaggy. Shaggy's like, why don't you write about Mr. Inc.? Mm. Or should she keep it to herself and then that's a conflict later because they're like, oh, you're just in it for yourself. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. nice. Cool, cool, cool. That's they- this is what I mean. Because uh, it's a TV show, I built a spine, but it, yeah, I need more. Yeah, yeah. Do the cops, like when Mr. Inc. start investigating, are the cops like, who are you? Please don't. <laughs> yeah. I you think, are children. Get out of here. I think maybe the, the cop who got kidnapped might be a deputy that is. He, maybe he's the deputy who appears at all the unmaskings and he kind of likes Mr. Inc. Whereas Sheriff Brock isn't a fan of Mr. Mm. Inc. So as soon as that deputy is kidnapped, he's like, well, I don't want anything to do with you. So they're kind of doing it thing with it. Because you kind of would be if you were the cops. You'd be like, yeah. th- like especially if the mayor is like, <laughs> like these are just children. That's that, that's our job. Like what what the hell? Is it too cliche to have one of the the kids' parents be like a cop or something like that? And well, so there's a little maybe, bit of leeway maybe, maybe, there. Maybe Velma's dad was a is a cop on the force, or her yeah. dad's sheriff Brock, or hey, that's good. Could be mm. that's good. Mm. And he's like Velma, this is not what you shouldn't be doing. This you need to study for science and not be a lesbian anymore. <laughs> that's right. So you can keep having them sort of be there, and the cops are kind of like instead of just completely like cracking the shits and getting them in trouble, her dad's just kind of like, just stop doing this. And then yeah, eventually yeah. he'll break at some point in the season. Like you could even yeah. have conflict with the sheriff and the rest of his deputies where he's like, you you should have nipped the, this in the bud such a yeah, long yeah. time ago, yeah. but because it's your daughter, you're not. Yeah, they, they like that's oh, trespass. They, they, arrest, they arrest the gang for trespassing yeah. in the government facility because they know that's where the sightings have been and he lets them go. And they're like, why did you let him go? He's like, it's my daughter. They're like, well, your daughter's in, in you know, 
we never find that deputy and the three kids have gone missing and the coach, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Let's have Brock lose his job at some point in the season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I like this. We're cooking with gas, guys. <laughs> Basically, though, they're, they're forced to work together eventually through a whole bunch of scenarios. And in doing so, they find a lead, they find, see the monster and they chase after it and it, they build an elaborate trap and Fred's in his element and they, they realise that they do actually work well together when they're working well together. And they, they catch just a regular dude. Fred's like, I've wasted so much time on this guy. Like, how did we fall for this? So like, He's actually really angry. Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is so stupid. It was just another guy in another costume. Like, it wasn't a big mystery. People are probably hiding somewhere, watching us, laughing at us. And they realize that the reason there's been multiple sightings is that the three kids who originally went, like, the, the kids who originally went missing have all been pretending to be the monster now. Daphne points out, it still doesn't explain the cop that's still missing. And, and the coach is still, but Fred's heard enough. He's like, no, 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 we're going to go to the mayor. We're going to show him the hoax and everything else will be fine. Like he's kind of done with it. Um, when they get to the mayor, there's none of that usual fanfare. He's, he's not stoked. He's kind <laughs> of like, they've just had so many instances of, of fake hauntings and of, even if, even if the cop's still missing. So there's still something going on, but these amateurs are dressing up as monsters and they've had so many stupid things happen. And it's because of mystery Inc. You know, I've had enough of you meddling kids getting in the way. (laughs) And he's doing, he's like, so I've called in the professionals and like, they turn around and like the two guys are playing cards. I'm like, Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I'm agent Hannah. This is agent Barbara. She goes, you have women's names. Like, yes. Agent protocol. Like, so no one will guess who we really are, obviously. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Give them, yeah. give them women's names. Yeah. Sure no, but superior. I just assumed it was their surname. Yeah, oh, me no, too. No. I thought he was like Adam Hanna or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Maybe his name is Adam Hanna. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what agents get called. Yeah, no, that's, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them's called uh, Christopher Hanna uh, and the other one is... <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Barbara. <laughs> Marv. <laughs> anyway, so the, these guys are going to take over. The police are going to do it. This is where Brock can lose his job. Cool. Because the mayor could be like, you kept letting the kids interfere because you're gone soft on your, your daughter. Yep. You're fired. And Brock's like, oh, I'm fired. And now he's an alcoholic or whatever. Now, oh, yeah, just a deadbeat dad. Yep. There's a lot of deadbeat dads now in this show. Yep. Coolsville. Let's um, get a lot of them. And the new, the new sheriff, the new sheriff would be like one of the deputies who's like, What's the guy who plays um, uh, Daryl Dixon in fucking Walking Dead? He's, oh, yeah. now, he's now the new sheriff. Okay. <laughs> What's that actor's name? He's from oh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. Reedus. Norman Reedus? Yeah, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. He's in it now. All right, cool. I'm assuming but, he's shady as fuck. Oh, well, no, he's just more of a... He's a dick. Okay. I oh, know, maybe he's shady as fuck. <laughs> he's shady as fuck. Oh, <laughs> Guys, he's shady as fuck. <laughs> um, and basically from here, it seems that Mr. Ink is finished. So the whole, the whole team's not doing any more. Fred... Decides, no, I'm done. This is all too much. The cops can investigate. I'm going to focus on football. What episode mark are we at, sort of roughly? Towards uh, the back end? It'd be towards the back end. So, is yeah. this probably a good moment for Daphne to be like, no, no, we have to keep the team together and all kind of like, why? And then it comes out that she's. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, no, we've got to do it. We've got to do it. And Velma can be the one who just, who's discovered it. Yeah. Because she would. She's like, oh, what? So you can go to college. She's like, what is Boom. Like, Boom. Yeah. Cool. And, and Shaggy's kind of saying, like, no, guys, like, we're Mr. Inc. We've got to be Mr. Inc., you know? Yeah. And then. You know, you could have like, maybe he pours his heart out a bit and he's like, you're the only people that like talk to me. My dad's an asshole. I've got friends and you guys and they're, but they're, nah, they're all not doing it. And even Daphne, he's like, he's kind of like, oh, nah, it's not, I'm, I can't do yeah. that. But so she goes. For Daphne as well, you could, you could have, she's like, I, we could get arrested and then that would ruin correct. any chance I have of like. Especially you know, if Velma's dad's yeah. not the, the Velma, yeah. Velma could even have a go at her and be like, why don't you just lie? 
when you write your thing. You're pretty good at that or something like that. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. And then they all just part ways and Shaggy's good. like, oh, he's come back. Uh, cries. Yeah. And I cry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then Shaggy would go along and he's going to go and apologize to old man Jenkins to be like, we, we, we couldn't do it. You know, we couldn't help you out. But basically, it'd be that, that low point towards the back half of the series now. Maybe Velma. So maybe throughout it, you have like Velma having like a clandestine relationship with another student, like a female yeah. student, and that breaks up as well because she's under all this pressure and stress. Or like yeah, her, her dad is yeah. now bored and he's found out and he's like, my deputy's arrested you kissing some girl behind a tree. You're not my daughter. I think it'd be nice if she came home and her dad's like drunk or whatever and he's like just sad because he's lost his job and she comes out to him. And he's mm. kind of like, because he's at rock bottom. And then mm. would Velma still be keen to solve the mystery? Because then her dad could kind of help. And that's her and her dad for like half an episode or an episode. You could of even do a thing like, where like, because their relationship surely is not great. Like that that moment maybe even brings them together. Instead of separating them apart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. completely brings them together. That moment brings them together because they're both like. They're like, look, look, let's put it all on the table. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah, obviously she's an, an only child because her mum's dead. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it'd be yeah, like you know, I, and you can have a moment where she's like, "I miss her too, dad," and they yeah. bond. Uh, the and classic, and I miss her too. Kind of nice. Kind of like if the dad then helped her like look into the mystery or mm. something. Especially if Velma's like, you know, nobody else, like that cop's still missing. You yeah. know, Him, every mystery came with the the unmasked guy, but that cop's still missing. The, the cop's still missing. The coach is still missing. Mm. And has the mayor swept the cop thing under the rug? No, no, he's handed over to the government agents. Uh, okay, so the cops aren't <clears> looking into the thing anymore, but maybe. Former Sheriff Brock is kind of like, I want to find out where... Mm, my make it his friend or whatever. Yeah, I, I want, want to find f- out where my friend is. Yeah. And Velma's like, I'll help you. Mm. Like Lucas Hood. Where's my friend Lucas Do Hood? Do we kill Brock? <laughs> Do we kill him? Mm. Is it that kind of show? No. Oh, oh maybe. It's pretty dark. It's mm. pretty dark. Well, just see where it goes and then yeah, tell me yeah. if you agree. That makes um, Velma an off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really <laughs> fucking dark. Maybe she gets adopted by old man Jenkins. <laughs> um, or Donald Glover. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they would maybe they bond and like instead of her coming out, because he's the cop. He would know that yeah. if she's sneaking around. So he could be like, how's hot dog water? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to call her that. We're going to call her like... I think she has a real name, but they never fucking use it. I don't know what it is. Well, like... Could it even be a thing where like she's always... She's never brought up with her dad because she's been terrified to bring it up. Yeah. But when she finally starts, so he's kind of just like, I know. He's yeah. like, yeah. And he's just cool with it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. It's like... Yeah. This is more important. Yeah. <laughs> Guy's missing. Yeah. So they, they start pulling their resources together. Maybe she could be like, right, I'm going to go and talk to Jenkins. So Shaggy's gone around and apologized to him. And the whole time, you know, Jenkins is like rambling about stuff, things in the swamp, an ancient curse, buried evil, that the government building there is not what you think it is. There's more of it. Shaggy's like, oh, man, you're just killing my buzz. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, old man Jenkins. And then Shaggy leaves. And as he's leaving, you just see like, like shapes moving through the fog towards Jenkins, like stoop on the banks of the creek. And then Velma and her dad are like, oh my God, we got to go interview Jenkins. He used to be like a janitor at the at the bloody facility. He knows stuff about this town and she's found out that there's like, maybe yeah. not just her, found like, you know, these weird kind of connections. There's, there's evidence that there is something not right in this town. So they go to interview old man Jenkins and they get there and the house is trashed. Yeah. Like he's gone. Mm. Something has come in and they walk through and she's like, and he was dragged been dragged into the water. It's like yeah. it's getting worse. So they go to the other guy. Like they go, we've got to escalate it. And Velma's like, we can't do it with just the two of us, Dad. Like we're good detectives, but I don't know how to set traps. And Daphne's really good at like something else. <laughs> what was Daphne's purpose in the mystery? Well, in the film, she was good at karate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I guess, you know, she's, she's really good at plans. Fred's mm. good at traps. And, you know, Shaggy's good at being Shaggy. Yeah. And so, and it's, you know, it means a lot to him and all that kind of stuff. So what it would be now is that 
Fred doesn't probably come back to the table straight away. He's like, no, I've still got to focus on football. Daphne probably doesn't come to the table straight away, but it would eventually like turn up and like save them at a moment when they're doing this investigation. Cool. But basically they now have to do their own investigation, like seriously start digging up dirt in the town, like breaking into the mayor's office, getting up old maps and plans and stuff. And they're doing it all carefully to avoid detection from the agents and the mayor and the cops and Sheriff Reedus. Now, the agents in this are just, like, we've seen season one of Fargo. They're literally keen peers. Yeah, I, like, I, they, I was like, just... The they are not peer, good right? at their jobs. Yeah. Like, they're very, way too busy discussing, like, hamburger etiquette and, like, cool music. And, like, Adam Scott's taste in music would be, like, really white. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, he'd listen to, like, funky music and, like, start dancing and he'd be like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? <laughs> don't, don't dance like that. Yeah. That's... That's how I dance. You don't dance like that. It's like, I'm sorry. You know, so it's all that nice banter. But basically now you've got these parallel investigations and they're trying to give away. And then the disappearances keep happening. Potentially one of Mystery Inc. gets abducted. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking maybe Velma uncovers something like huge and he's going back to her dad to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then like you just say like look up and there's just like this thing in front of her, she just drops the evidence and is like dry, taken away, mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah. If you like that idea. Yeah. Yeah. That should... Or should it be her dad? But they need a like a massive... Because we've already had them come back together earlier in the season. Yep. And it needed something like the football coach go missing. Yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It needs to be something huge. So, yeah, maybe it needs to be Velma's missing and that brings them back together. Or maybe her dad goes missing and she's like crying. It's like, it's my dad. I need your help, guys. You could even... Shaggy went missing. He's like the least useful member. So, it's like there's a sort of... I don't know. That's the kind of thing that doesn't normally happen to and he's, like Mystery Inc. It's kind of like... And he's the linchpin. Yeah. yeah. He's also the one who's sort of tried to be like the emotional center of the team and bring yeah, everyone yeah. together and no one's ever listened to him. But now that he's gone, maybe they'll be like, shit, we need to help our friend. No, yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. That's, I like that. Cool. I, like, I was going to have it Velma, but I think Shaggy's better if he's the... Because then, cause then what you have is you have like Fred's doing football practice and Scooby comes to the field. He's <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing here, you dumb dog? And the dog's like... You know what would be a great scene too after that happens? If it's like... How are we going to get there or whatever? And it's like, because our vehicle, they took our van. It's been impounded. And then Sheriff Brock's like, I got it covered. And he breaks into the yes! police station, steals the van. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. yeah, done. Cool. Done. And the, Scooby brings them all together to be like, Shaggy's gone. Mm. And Velma's like, I sent him off to go to the library because maybe that's it. She's, she's working on something else. And so then Shaggy's gone off to find some records at the library and he found something like a really fucking evil looking occult motherfucking <laughs> book in the library. And he's like, Zoinks. Zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> is Shaggy, I don't know the character well enough, is he clever enough to like have left a clue for them even though he's been kidnapped? So they get there, they find no, it. No, like, but he's uh, stupid enough to have left, dropped something. Yeah, like, yeah. like the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he's dropped like the, the, the catalogue card that he was looking for mm. in the library. Or they go to the library like, what was Shaggy looking for in the library? She's like, oh, he went down in that section in the town records. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, through the mystery, they, they work out what he was looking into. Yeah. Look for the tomato sauce stain on the, that particular book. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he's oh, eating at the time. He was, oh, my God. No, that's it. Like, they follow, like, a trail of, like, bologna. <laughs> like, falling out of a sandwich he was eating. Anyway, so, basically, once they do enough research, they realise that everything that old man Jenkins was saying was, was true. There is... Not a government, a, a clandestine society existing in the town, like a cult, basically. Mm-hmm. A creepy frogman, underwater deity, Lovecraftian <laughs> secret society in Coolsville. <laughs> the Coolsville Cthulhu cult. <laughs> That'll be the name of the episode because it's going to be like, yeah. kook for a spook in the. <laughs> yeah, Coolsville's great. kooky Cthulhu cult. <laughs> Spooks. Good. Anyway, so Fred's. Back on board because Shag is missing. They're all united. They get the van back. Thank you, Sean. 
But now the problem is, is that they've got to find out where this organization is because they're, they're taking people back for something. So basically reading, reading through some of the old bits and pieces, they work out that there is some kind of ritual that takes place where the worshippers are collecting people to open a portal and bring one of the old ones, literally <laughs> like a Lovecraft yeah, and fucking yeah. eldritch abomination, into this realm to destroy it. Yep. So it's like monsters are real. They're also terrifying. We're all going to die. We're 16. <laughs> so they now, have, they now have the proof that monsters are real. But what they've got to do is they've got to try to get agents away because the agents are just, just in the way. So you get like maybe Scooby and and Fred work together to distract the agents while Daphne and Velma like try to work out where the cult with, are hiding. With a trap or something, right? Yeah. A trap. Yeah. So they trap the agents or the trap fails because just fails for some yeah. – I don't know. Maybe the agents get out or the agents are following them. And then what would happen is – one of the agents would go missing. So maybe like they're like scoping at the kids and the distraction and then it's like just Don Glover. He's like, where's my mate? Yeah. Where's Christopher Hanna? <laughs> He's Marv. It's my, I'm Marv. Where's my mate Chris? Um, you now one of the agents has been captured and it all sort of builds and builds to this huge panic and they finally got the evidence they need and they need the mayor's help. So they go in to like present their findings to the mayor and there's Agent Chris Hanna and the coach. Oh. And the deputy who went yeah. missing. And they're all like, you know, here's some, here's but not shaggy. <laughs> the, all the missing people are back. And the mayor's like, again, you guys, I told you, Brock, you're double fired. <laughs> but like, Redis arrests them, yeah. like puts them in jail now. It's the, it's, it's dark, it's bleak, it's done. And they're like, but that doesn't make any sense. And Barbara's like, oh man, it's, it's good you're back. I guess what happened? He's like, oh. so what, what the agent would do here is he's like, it's mystery ink. They've tried to ratchet up. The tension ah, okay. so that they can cash in on it. Maybe this is where the Daphne reveal happens. Mm. That no, 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 we need to be on their side here. Basically, we know it's fake. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we yeah, know yeah. this is a ruse. We know <laughs> that something's happened with Agent Hannah, and you would reveal it to the audience by like when like Barbara's doing something, Hannah's eyes look in different directions, <laughs> or he like blinks sideways, yeah. or something is that he's been like body swapped, body morphed mm. kind of thing. And basically the frog people. Give him a frog tongue. Yeah, there you go. He yeah. flies and like they're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so the frog people have like assumed the identities of the missing people and they need to try to convince Redis that that's the case somehow. So the way they do it is Shaggy comes back. Like, oh, we found Shaggy. It's like, you see, your friend's fine. Like, that's not our friend. Yeah, it is your friend. It's like, oh, yeah, no, it's not. Buy him a sandwich or something absurd yeah. like that. And the guy like eats the sandwich, just falls out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, this is a good bologna sandwich <laughs> and Fred can be like is it your favorite bologna sandwich is like yep bologna is my favorite sandwich <laughs> i didn't put any mayonnaise on that and he's like that's okay it's like no it's not the real shaggy always <laughs> likes mayonnaise <laughs> something dumb like that so they they would bust out or the the new sheriff would be like oh my god even though i'm dodgy i actually have no idea how to handle the situation it's like a full moon and they would find their way to the cult and basically it becomes about the climactic final battle. How did Mystery Inc. take down a bunch of <laughs> Lovecraftian frog people who were like the town? And, you know, maybe the reveal could be that the mayor's in on it as well, like Bob Oden. It would actually be really nice if, as a nice twist, if Bob Odenkirk was like the high priest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you've seen him as such a bumbling buffoon the whole way through. Mm. And so he's the one who like 
fired Jenkins. And, and yeah. plus the in. fact that he's always been like, yeah, Mr. Ink, it's great. Because like, he's like, he knows that they're kind of staying away from the real problem. The real he's problem. like, yeah. Yeah. oh, there's a ghost over here. Go oh. check that shit out. Oh, there's a ghost down at the pier. None by the agents, the nothing government the, headquarters. That's, the government headquarters. That's a dry area, a ghost-wise, um, but... But effectively now the team would have to work together and you'd have like they'd find the real missing people in like cocoons, similar to like aliens. Yep. Of course, they wouldn't like chest burst. They're just in cocoons asleep. They're like invasion of the body snatchers, like pod people. Be yep. cool to have them underwater somehow. Yeah. Like frogs. Oh, yeah. Like, like upside down underwater in like a big lake is just a cool scene. Like pods in the side of the wall. Yeah. Like spooky a, shit. Like a yes. plant upside down asleep with their hands crossed over their chest. So they, you know, free shaggy. Oh, no, that's good. So, yeah, yeah. so they're free shaggy and then they've basically got to be like, the ritual, and Shaggy's like, the ritual's starting at full moon. It's this date. It's happening right now. You have to go. You have to go. You've got to stop them. And so they go into the bunker and there's all these people in like hoods and like there's, that's the reveal. The mayor's like doing some creepy worship and they've got like, the frog people are like standing guard, these like weird amphibious creatures. And then maybe some of the townspeople are like blinking sideways. So you realize that, oh, the townspeople are progressively being replaced with frog people. It's really full on. And then it'd be like some ceremony and the, the doorway would start to open. And I like the fact that like Shaggy or Daphne or one of the members of Mystery Inc. gazes into the void <laughs> and it gazes back. And they're just like horrifically broken, <laughs> just like staring in at some like horrific creature that the mind is not capable of processing. Um, but basically, what they would end up doing is they'd like feed the mayor, who like bursts out of his skin and is revealed to be like this great. He's the, been the the main frog yeah. monster the whole time. Because a lot of the a lot of the eldritch abominations are frog people. Yeah, yeah it's true. Feeds them into the thing and it like shuts the door, and, and then all the cocoons like. Are broken free, and all the townspeople come back, and all the frog people like melt into goo, and and everyone's just kind of kind of standing there, and like agents Hannah and Barbara like make out, and like oh my god, I missed you so much. It's like oh love, and you know Vel- Velma's girlfriend can go missing too, and she saves her, and yeah. it's kind of like okay, that's yep. Daphne and Fred like I guess are together in a way. Maybe she kisses Fred or something. Everyone's like happily together. Shag is real fucked up though because he saw. He saw the voice. Yeah, he saw the voice. What maybe what had happened is he comes back and like he's like stands up to his dad. Yeah, yeah. Punches his dad in the head. He's like, nothing matters, dad. I've seen the boy. We are insignificant, dad. Could you have a scene where I I don't know how you do this, but I like the idea of them peeling Bob Odenkirk's face off. Yes, that would be it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he would he would peel his own face. off. Yeah, yeah. That that that, removing the mask, Mm. but the sun. He stands up there and they're they're like, you know, you can't get away with this, Bob. What about the people that you're going to hurt? And he's like, people, people. I'm not people. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're elected to represent the people of this town and you're not doing your job. Like Daphne could be like, yeah. you know, you're not doing your job. And he's just like, my job, I'm here to destroy everything. I'm not the mayor. I'm the servant of the ancient one. <laughs> and he just like pulls off, yeah. he, he unmasks himself. That would actually be yeah. really, and then cool. all the other fake people unmask themselves <laughs> to reveal that they're these hideous creatures. <sighs> nice. Someone at one point would be like, oh, yes. What are you going to do? You meddling kids and your damn dog. And yeah. like Fred would be like, we're Mystery Inc., motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would it would be on. Scooby can bark or Scooby something? Scooby can bark. Like, <laughs> 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 like, what? You can talk? Um, 
I was going to toy with the fact that Scooby was a person who gets turned into a dog at some point, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the origin of. But then that was that was a different. Yeah, film that's altogether. a different. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they they save the day, but they're all kind of bonded over the shared trauma of it, and the sting at the end of it for the next sort of season, season would be that like agents Hannah and Barbara were like, "If we need you, you guys are pretty good. Give us a call," and kind of like. X Files themselves away, so it'd be like you would then the end of the episode would go back to that dude on the farm, yeah, yeah, doing his crop circles, yeah, and like actual aliens arrive. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I was thinking you could and have some some good banter where they're like, "Fuck, if that was real, like, what else have we just missed that was real <laughs> yeah. that we thought was f- oh fuck?" <laughs> and, then, and then Dennis is just it just because Dennis being like, <laughs> "Didn't like my crop circles, like <laughs> maps and oh, they're back and like alien <laughs> yeah. spaceship lands in his backyard." That that'd probably be the the next point. And basically, what you'd have is that they. They're friends now. At school. You'd see them at school. And while they still move in different circles, they like have lunch together or something. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, so like if the first scene or one of the early scenes in the first episode is the the van arriving at school and and they get out and go separate ways, Mm. but this time it comes and they're all walking together or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Scooby, what are you doing at school, mate? Yeah. You can't learn about history. Fuck, why not have the... You know, people have, like, support dogs for emotional trauma. <laughs> they're like... Shaggy's like, I am disturbed. And can this dog be... And they're like, yeah, you can bring it to school. See, because actually... Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's pretty good. See, what? because what I was going to say was if you don't do... So the option I had for season two was either Aliens, because that's a big thing, and either have it... I just want to do, like, a creepy fucking Lovecraft story mm. with Scooby-Doo. But either it's Aliens and you've got, like... Your two agents being like, aliens are real. We've got to get the Scooby gang, to the mystery to come and help us. Or what you could do is like another one is that Shaggy like saw something. Ah, yeah. And he's like, I've seen it. This isn't the only gateway. Cool. Mm. Well, you could do it not, you know, like you saw those seeds where like, I don't know, you know, like somebody sees into the void and they get like an after image on their mind. Yeah. Something like that, that you're like, what the fuck was that that Shaggy saw? And then slowly you're like, he's like, I've seen all the gates. I know where everything is. There there are more of them. And then Mm. then the second season is basically like aliens. They're going around to kill all the Lovecraft Mm. gateways. Uh, But, you know, the agents at the end are like, oh, you kids did a really good job. Uh, We want to help you out. And then it's like they give them their own headquarters or something in town. That'd like they deck them out with some equipment or whatever. Oh, they give them a better van. A better yeah, van, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, the van yeah. gets destroyed in the end, and they yeah, they, they a new crash van. the it's van got, into. It's into got the all high tech shit in the back of it or whatever. Yeah. They get a new. They get a new van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, look at this. It makes vanilla milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could even be like, what are we going to need all this stuff for? And then Shaggy could just like just off the cuff just say some remark about what he saw in the void or something. And they're all like, what do you guys? Yeah, yeah. And no. So yeah, they're standing there. It's like you know, it's got. Oh, cool. but they put up a map of America and be like, you know, this is the headquarters here. And Shaggy walks up and he's like. Hang on a minute. And he starts drawing lines and like, Shaggy, what are you doing? And he stands back there's like a pentagram on the map and he's yeah. like, we're here. There are more gates. <laughs> here, 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 here. And, and here. And they're all like, what the fuck? Credits or something. That's like a good credits. moment for yeah. like, yeah, like a jinkies or something. And then like- yeah, just, just as it's zooming in, you just have Velma look at it and just go, fucking jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they, that's my... That's my Scooby-Doo pitch. Love it. Uh, as I yeah. said, I did have a skeleton and I needed support. So thank you for providing that support. It was basically, I don't know. So pitching a TV show, I was like, I'm not going to just write out the whole pitch because it's, it's yeah. far that's too a much long, to cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just do the spine of it and then. Yeah. So we've got the mm, basic You did beats. the arcs, you know? Yeah. And, and, and of course, you'd have all the, like, the character arcs. So the things like Daphne would decide this mission, you know, I'm saving humanity. Well, it's a, it's a better mission than going to college. Velma's kind of now openly gay to her dad. Yeah. Or even with like with Daphne, if there's a college sort of near the town, but it's a bit of a, it's a lesser one than the cool one she wanted to go to. Yeah. yeah but she yeah. just accepts it because she wants to be close to the team to keep helping, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have her and Fred making out at the end. So maybe Hold not. that tension off until mm. the next season or something. Well, I mean, I like the idea of, of Fred being a sexless idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's always good. I mean, that, it, it, you know what would be great though is if, if you have Daphne ends up Shaggy instead. Mm, okay. As, as the series progresses, they end up together, yeah. and Fred's like, "Yeah, I'm asexual." Chad's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You enjoy. I'm just not interested." Yeah, I'm just not. He interested. just says it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm asexual. I'm, I'm, I'm really not I'm interested. And they're like, "We were talking about what to get for dinner, Fred." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, I'm vegan uh, and asexual. <laughs> um, yeah. Sheriff Brock would become the mayor. Oh yeah. Cool. He'd be. Pro- he- Redis would stay mayor. I say sheriff, sheriff and yeah. he'd become Brock the would become mayor. Yeah, cool, cool. And old man Jenkins would become expert of like shit. <laughs> does shit. so? Does the the show is it no longer confined to Coolsville? So the second season is sort of almost more of a road trip, correct? Style? Which should be which should be similar to what the show was, which yeah. is where they travel outside of Coolsville to investigate mysterious happenings. So basically, they're on the trail of the Lovecraftian cult and the giant mm. ancient ones and the frog people. But what would happen is, I guess. Maybe with when the gateway opened, a whole bunch of weird shit came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Or you could be like, like the, yes. these gates have been open and who knows like, how long they've been open Correct. for. Would any of season two even need to be in Coolsville? Or is no. this kind of like, no, nah, we've done with that. Now let's get on the road. And we give character closure to Mayor Brock. And yeah. I mean, who else is that? Hot Dog Water's probably still there. Yeah. Oh, I um, reckon you could, uh, no, it's got to be just the forum. They can it? Skype. I don't know. Yeah. It's the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So they, they can't. <laughs> they can't Skype, mate. Because, yeah, it, 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 even if it's aliens and like the reason that the gateways have been able to be opened is because when, like, it's, I, I want it to be like full on 70s government conspiracy. So yeah, that when yeah. they went to the moon, actually <laughs> Fuck yes. put, like, found a key on the dark side of the moon that allowed beings to travel through the dimensions and like an old stargate basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like you know so I thought, no one ever sees buzz aldrin in public again <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna kill um agents hannah and barbara but i'm glad you kept them around because I, I really like them yeah mm. they'll, they'll show up again yeah me too yeah being like i reckon when you I see love them again that you thought their first names were hannah and barbara <laughs> i just don't know i thought that they, they were given like call signs so like okay, j yeah. and k in, yeah, yeah, in, sure. in men in black they just get given women's names because yeah. it'd be impossible to work out who they really are actually that's not bad yeah you know, and you know bad. you meet their boss agent charlotte who's like <laughs> yeah Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, need an old man, need an old man, need an old man. Yeah. Did Bill Murray survive? Oh yeah, no, they, yeah, they survive did. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Cool, they bring cool. him back, and maybe yeah. maybe he's like an expert for them. Like they like call him up when they have. Yeah. He's like their consultant. He's like their consultant yeah. on weird shit because he he would have experience doing this. Because he's like, I I cleaned up a lot of sludge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah factory. Cool. But yeah, so it would now be a road trip kind of. Traveling on the road. Is it always going to be like frog monsters, or are we going to be like it's scarecrow people, or today it's just a full-on ghost? What's the? I, I think I think what would in my head you could have a myriad of things because what would happen is I guess the gate would open and all sorts of things would come through into our reality, and it was a bit like spoiler alert for you for Stranger Things too. But mm. I guess you know that there's been an escalation because sure, yeah, yeah, obviously you can't open a portal to another dimension and not expect yeah. shit to come through. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's like there's like more shit than the, the it's not just the one frog cult and the one thing. And and you know, maybe you'd be do like a you could do like a nice like Eye of Sauron uh, Voldemort thing with Shaggy where he hears the voice of the ah, ancient yeah, one, like yeah, talking yeah, to him yeah. in his dreams and he becomes like a seer. <laughs> <laughs> Then you can do stuff with the dog talking like kind of Son of Sam stuff. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> if Shag- God. If Scooby's like, kill them. <laughs> Rule them, Shaggy. Fuck, imagine if instead of Shaggy... Let their throats lo- out. <laughs> instead, of, in, instead of Shaggy looking into the void, you had Scooby looking into the void. <laughs> and that's how he to talk. <laughs> the dog... <gasps> Actually, yeah. So I was thinking it'd be cool if you had him look in the void at the start and then that's why Scooby can't speak anymore because he's just like fucking stunned. <laughs> Well, no, just because he's a normal dog, he's Sean. Dog. But maybe, yeah, but maybe he looks in the void and now he can speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's an option. Maybe yeah. he gets possessed. Like there should be like a one-off episode where he does speak. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Not not in the first season. No, no you, you're doing like the second season. No. We're like your um like approach. To this is interesting because most shows would kind of do like a mystery villain of the week in the first season and mm, then yeah. expand with longer arcs in like season two onwards. But you've just kind of sort of jumped straight in, which well, I cause, like. Because my thing is, I imagine it'd be on Netflix and it'd be eight to ten episodes. So you'd watch them so sort of in a binge. Watch yeah. binge. Yeah. If, if it was a, if it was going to be like a 20-episode season on like a different network, then you'd do Monster of the Week. You'd, you'd drag out those unmaskings at the yeah. earlier part, but you'd trick all the, the, the frog people through it. Yeah, I don't yeah. care so much sure. for the Monster of the Week no, structure. So I like what you've done with it. Because mm. then, then you can have that structure a bit when they go on the road. Yeah. I reckon like season two, you probably wouldn't have a season-long arc of just one monster. Like I reckon you'd almost break it down. Like every three episodes, there's there's like a new threat or something, and maybe it all like adds up to you know in the end. But I don't know because it could be that you know they Shaggy finds the map, and on the way there, they they run into agents Hannah and Barbara, and they're like, "There's something going on here. We need your help." Yeah, 
you know. Mm. And it's like, why do you need our? Aren't you like agents for this? It's like, we are theoretical agents. <laughs> we have never dealt with any of this in real life. You closed a temporal gate right to another dimension. You are so much more qualified than we are. <laughs> Maybe they retire. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's okay. So maybe it is like scarecrow people because that t- sounds terrifying. Mm. I just remember that's one of the like the classic episodes. But uh, yeah, like I don't know how you. I guess if it's like scarecrow people coming, it's it's harder to hide. I guess is what I mean. Well, no. So maybe maybe when they get to like a like one of the gateways mm. to close it, something's come out and given all the scarecrows like sentience in the town. Ah, yeah, they're, they're like guardians protecting the gateway, so they yeah. actually have to fight. Maybe that old scarecrows. farmer dude wasn't crop circles in season one. It was a scarecrow related thing. Yeah, 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 true, yeah. true, true. Well, maybe, maybe it is crop circles, and then it, it was fake. And then, like, he's sitting in his tractor, and the scarecrow just comes up behind him and like slits his throat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or even and, like, if it was like pours the blood out into a like cup and then communes with like the devil. <laughs> or even if it, he made like fake scarecrows, and then like at the end of the season, the sting at the end, he's dragging them away, and one of them comes alive and kills him or something like that. That'd be nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. Because then you could play with monsters of the week, and then like the last couple of episodes, it's the Lovecrafting thing. I've got to close another. The gateway because you could have like you could have like quite a few seasons and then eventually they go to college um because originally i was going to have them like as adults and then yeah, like yeah. reminiscing but then i'm like that's just the, the first film yeah um in, in that version adam scott was also in that version playing a grown-up shaggy who <laughs> was like a lawyer <laughs> oh, <laughs> like he got good. his shit together <laughs> <laughs> but then i was like eh, i like him as kids because it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. a cool show so like season two they finished school or it'd be like they all just having like a gap year Almost, or, or it'd be like, so season one, potentially, they're like the year just before their last year of school. So they're leading up to the last year of school, which yeah, is cool. why Daphne's trying to get early college applications. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Fred's like, I've got to get picked on the team more regularly. It could be that they're seniors and then they are taking a gap year, or it could just be like it's set like in the second half of the year. It could just be over the summer break. It doesn't have yeah. to be like over a year. Yeah, over yeah. summer or spring break or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get them when they're at college and they keep investigating stuff. And yeah. Because what, what I'd love to do is you'd love to just like do all these like really obvious conspiracies like government, like yeah. lizard people as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I know you wanted me to kill the dad, but I think it's better that he becomes the mayor. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Maybe we could kill Norman Reedus. Oh, no, he's got to say the sheriff. Someone's going to die. Maybe kill the coach. Yeah. Yeah, he can die. Kill Shaggy's dad. Oh. Well, look, it's probably worthwhile because otherwise he's <laughs> oh just... His dad's a piece of shit. I feel like Shaggy probably killed him with that one punch, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it could be that, yeah, Shaggy's dad... Is in on it as well? Because if he was a high-ranking military official, maybe he's he's in on it too. Mm. He's a frogman. I oh, like maybe Shaggy punches him in the face and storms out of the room, and the dad picks himself up, looks like, in the mirror, and he's got a, and he's got a frog tongue or something. Yeah, like pushes his face back into place. Oh. You could even have that like scene, like Shaggy's just trying to get like he's like, oh, dad's always in his shed. I'm never allowed in his shed. Ooh. Yeah, knocks the dad out, and then he's like, fuck, I'm going in the shed, and it's full of like, whoa, that's and a lot. That's of when Shaggy gets kidnapped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not when he's at the library, oh, he gets nice. kidnapped because he realizes his dad is like. Two I see to the frog people. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So then maybe it's about yeah. Shaggy's dad is a. You maybe, maybe, not- maybe it's Shaggy's stepdad. Maybe Shaggy's dad is the big antagonist, and Bob Odenkirk, who you think because he's been so nice along. Oh, surely it's going to be him. But no, maybe mm-hmm. nobody asked to involve him because he's just so <laughs> shit and nice. And he's like, oh guys, what? <laughs> I told you you could use this cave for for for. Goddamn recreation so he, purposes, he Rogers. The, he stays the mayor, and Brock gets his sheriff job back. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. You know what? Bob Odenkirk dies <laughs> because what happened is he comes down. And he's like, "What in the name are you? What are you doing down what here, Rogers? I said I you could use these old caves for for training. I turned a blind eye. And you're doing? What are you doing? People are wearing." Oh heck, this is bad! <laughs> and then, like, he just like shoots him in the back of the head, and he dies. <laughs> and the frog people feed on him. Cool. 
And it's and you know, there's a new mayor in town. <laughs> <laughs> so then we gotta work out who plays the dad, because he seems like now an important character. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who plays who plays Steve Harrington's dad? <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to be someone like kind of scary though. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want it to be somebody intimidating. Who could demand it's John Ham. Oh mm. with a buzz cut. Yeah, oh, you don't get yeah. enough scary ham. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> don't get enough scary You don't. Hands. So, yeah, when we talk about this episode, you should tweet us with the hashtag scary, scary ham. ham. <laughs> but when, give me a movie where ha- John Ham plays baby like. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. fair Baby Driver. I forgot about Baby Driver. <laughs> Mad Men, he's not a nice bloke. Yeah, but he's not like. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Or right. Billy, Billy Crudup. Uh, John Ham's good. John Ham's good. John Ham's right, yeah. good. Ham's so, good. so we've, we've rewritten. We've had about eight pitches for the uh, Scooby Doo <laughs> reboot. But that's what I wanted this episode to be more of. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. Because cool. I started writing it out and it's just too much content to cover it's, from one person. I'm, I'm not sure if I want Shaggy's dad. I don't know if there's a good idea. But what if, you know, he, he punches his dad, he goes out to the, the shed, and instead of his dad being part of the frog people, his dad's being like, what the fuck? He's like fucked up by it all, and that's why he's such a bad person. Oh, so he knew. He knew. He's like, he's like, I, I'm protecting you because the more, more you go out and do this shit, the closer you're gonna get. And I'm he, doing it. He's doing it a bad way, but and he dies. Yeah, yeah. And so that's wait. So Ham Dad's out there fighting, or Ham Dad at the very least is like his. Sh- I just imagine him going into that shed and it's just like newspaper clippings covering the wall. Yeah, f- you know, documents everywhere, books all over the place, and he's like, "What the fuck, Dad?" And his dad's like. You're in it now. It's too deep, and then maybe he dies. So Shaggy or thinks his dad's a piece of shit, but really his dad is just in his own fucked up way, yeah. trying, trying to, to help him. and protect him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. And then then John Hamm dies. Bob yeah. o- and Bob Odenkirk is still being asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really great. Bob Odenkirk as the Frog Prince, but with the same kind of goofy like. <laughs> well, that because that'd be hilarious if it's like you know it's it's the whole <laughs> Professor Quirrell is Lord Voldemort mm. thing. Yeah. The guy, so you know, like Bob Odenkirk's like, I didn't know they were doing this down here. I thought it was. <laughs> You know, just to, uh, what that, you know, and then it could be like, it, they, they can find like a document. Mm. It's like, but we saw you go in this tunnel, and he's like, ah, <laughs> you had to. The uh, rules yep. is up, I guess. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a frog man, <laughs> and he pulls off his mask, cool. and he's like, surprise, kiddies. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, there we go. Cool. There we go. Mm, uh, yeah. So, I think uh, on. That note, I've been Handsome Tom. I've been Carney. I've been Jackson. And if you guys have any suggestions of how we could build up our Scooby-Doo-verse <laughs> on Netflix, please let us know. Use the hashtag ScaryHam <laughs> by contacting <laughs> us on Twitter at uh, MMSansPants or email uh, moviemaintenance at sanspantsradio.com. Um, or you can tweet us all individually. I'm at AwkwardTreed. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at All Dogs Are Dud. Including Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Well, Aww. it's all dogs. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. See ya. See ya. Bye. for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. 
Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.